A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the froth. A place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable. A spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Sean Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is... The Froth. This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London. Our special guest and producer is Barry Casanova, who joins us remotely. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. On the headlines this week, Jamali, whoa, Maddox, whoa. Comedian Jamali Maddox joins us to talk trollops, nonces, tosh, bunkum and balderdash. Yes, it's an oldie, worldie, wordy, testy. Testy. Not testy, not testy as in testicle. Test as in test with an E on the end to go with oldie, worldie, wordy, <laughs> testy. F*** my life. Aussie news reporter caught off camera summing up 2020 in three little words. Barry's mum and Ian keep our feet slash cuddly toy monkey paws on the ground in another thrilling slash batshit episode of Apes of Froth. Hot chocolate hit. I believe in miracles, sang Hot Chocolate back in the 80s. And it was a miracle Sean got the job after an interview she went for with chocolate all down her tit. <laughs> Singular. And those were the headlines. Special guest uh, this week, Mr. Barry Castagnola, will be joining us in just a minute. I mean, I can All see, right. I can see him on the Zoom screen, but he'll be joining us in just a minute. He'll be allowed to talk in a minute. I'll, sit, words, I'll sit tight. I'll sit tight for a bit. Yeah, shut up for a minute. You're, you're not here. First, <laughs> the social media. Yay! Sean Harris. <laughs> right, we've had emails. Now. <laughs> In Series 2, which we launched a few weeks ago, yes. very exciting, we launched a brand new email facility for 2020, bang up to date with the old, uh, for people to get in touch, hello at thefrothpodcast.com, we had one email the first week, the second week, and they kept coming in, there was another one, yep. and then this week, we, this is a the third... A lot of them are about um, going to the toilet. So please, you know, if you've got anything else to talk about, please do well, send... Well, I've got anything else to talk about. Not you, but um, other people. Listeners. Listeners. Yes. Yeah. I am putting a ban in place. I'm instituting a ban. Here it is. It's a ban. Yeah, we're all for bans. Hey, in 2020, on. it's the year of the ban. You You're banned from doing this. You can't do this. Stick your mask on. Don't do that. Don't go over there. Don't hang out with that person. People have had Stop it up sending to here. us emails about shit. People have had it up to here with bans. No more plops. Listen, we've got one from Grace. My latest bits of frothy news right. Right, are that crisps always go out of date on a Saturday. Oh, this is one of those 
no, no, no. Boring and she goes on. internet memes. Everyone <laughs> no, goes, wait. really? I didn't know that. And she then, then that blows the internet's mind and then everybody argues about it. Inexplicably, she then goes, and that the first building with a lift shaft was built four years before the lift was right. finished being invented. Has Grace. First, has Grace. <laughs> I can tell right. I know what's happened here. I'm putting to I've I just pieced together like Sherlock Holmes, Grace's life, right? Grace has had nothing to do for the last however old she is years. Then she's gone to the toilet and on the little shelf next to the toilet there's been a book of interesting facts. One, crisps go out of date on a Saturday. Two, in a lift shop. That's what she's done. Why did they go out on a date on Saturday? Is it the next one that sharks have to move forward? And did you know did you know the tallest man in the world was Robert Wadlow? Yes. Those are the only two facts you know. Yes, they are two of the facts I know. <laughs> but on the she's toilet. clearly been for a shit and read a little toilet book. <laughs> Next email. Okay, this one's from Daniel Brown. Get rid of her. Sorry, Grace. This one's from Daniel Don't Brown. Apologise to Grace. Go back in the toilet and read the rest of your book. You probably Hi. finished it. I thought I'd share a bit of froth. The other day, I went to meet my boss about potentially moving up to manager. The conversation went very well, and I left in high spirits. Right. Right. No plops. Really good. good. No plops. In brackets, a bit of context, I had been talking to my girlfriend for a long time about getting my nose pierced. Right? That sounds like an interesting conversation. <laughs> how long had you been talking how about long it? long into the night? Yeah. How, how many hours had you been boring the hind legs off this poor woman about you getting your oh, nose pierced? Oh, mate, don't get me started about what you talk about. On my what? walk back through town to our flat, I decided to be spontaneous and go for it and get my nose pierced. Thank God for that, his girlfriend's thinking. <laughs> What are they going to talk about? She stopped him talking about it. I was very happy with it, and it boosted my mood some more, right? Little did I know, it is fairly, it's fairly common for a piercing like that to bleed. You know about this. You had your nipple done. I didn't have my nipple done. <laughs> I was on a TV show where... Where you had your nipple done. They, they gave me a nipple piercing, yes. Oh, yeah, right. You were totally passive in it. I didn't want it. I didn't actively seek it. I didn't walk through town and think I'll get my nose back. What do you expect to happen when somebody shoves a metal thing through your nose? Oh, right. Listen to have this. You, have you never cut your flesh before? What? I came home. Who is this person? Daniel Brown. Oh. I came home and burst into the living room and proudly exclaimed, Notice anything different? My girlfriend <laughs> looked around expecting news about the meeting and saw me with blood down my nose. <laughs> smiling proudly in the door and didn't even notice the piercing. Wow. <laughs> so he's burst open. Yeah, I, guess. I see what's happened. Oh, I think it's really funny. Yeah. She thought the meeting went so bad I'd been smacked. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite funny. <laughs> Hope that's frothy enough. Big fan. Keep that is frothy do. enough. Is it? Well, There's no plops in it. I'm sort of guessing, really, that we haven't got anything else, so I'm trying to big it up. God, is that oh. frothy enough? It's a brilliant story. Have you got a bad... It's uh, better than Grace's. I went to the toilet. There was a book in there. I read some facts, came out and told you. Grace genuinely didn't say that. You projected I, that. Grace did say that. She just made <laughs> more of it. Have you ever had a really bad interview with somebody where they've smacked you in the nose? Um... Um, I once spilt a feast down my top on the way to an interview. Really important interview. I thought you were going to say a feces then. I thought, no plops. No plops. A feast ice cream. Oh, yeah. So I had a massive chocolate uh, mark all down my chest. Yeah. And uh, I had to go into a Nando's to rinse it. Right. I went into the toilet to wash my uh, top. Right. And I couldn't, I was, it was quite a tight top and it was one of those taps that you have to press in order to get water out. Right. So I had to, I took my top off. Right. 
like entire top off. Yeah. So I was standing in Nando's toilet in the day with in my bra, right. with like one of those doors that just swings out into the into the restaurant. <laughs> That's illegal, <laughs> right? Hello. <laughs> and then uh, so I had to wash it like that, and then I went out, arrived at the office. Wet t-shirt competition. One boob was wet. Which so one? it was just one this the right one. The right one. Yeah, this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my favourite one. But it was the wrong one. Totally <laughs> <laughs> Don't not that one for God's yeah. sake. Um totally wet. Right. And not only that, I, I was wearing a black bra underneath. Why didn't so you get it under the hand dryer? Get your tit under the hand dryer. I don't think there was a hand dryer. It was those paper towels. There wasn't a hand dryer. What you didn't use the paper towels? I used a paper towel, but you can't wet you, that doesn't dry anything. What paper towels don't dry anything? No, not a wet t shirt. Right, okay. So I went and uh, I, I pretended I was ill. What was the job? <laughs> Temping. Oh. Yeah. But you know, you, you're going into an interview going, yeah, I'm really competent together, efficient. <laughs> and I didn't have like a jacket. It was a warm day. Why did you have a feast on your front in the first place? I was eating a feast. Why were you eating a feast in a white t-shirt on the way to an interview? <laughs> I don't know. And the million dollar question, did you get the job? Oh yeah, stayed there for four years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, it's Barry. Barry, you've got any interview stories? Um, I got t- I've been turned down. Oh, sorry, special guest Barry Castagnola. Hello, <laughs> hello. Couple of things. Um, one, yeah, I, I was turned down for for jobs at TGI Fridays, and I thought I was really well suited for that. I told them I was a drama student and everything, but no, they're having none of it. You'd be amazing at that, Barry. Oh, Is that the place where they come out singing Happy Birthday? Yeah, and I can crouch down next to people and get to their level while I'm taking an order. The lot, but they, <laughs> I could wear badges, but no. That they uh, they turned me down, and then uh, I got turned down from Woolworths as well. Woolworths. Yeah, but guess who had the last laugh? <laughs> what happened, Barry? Well, no, Woolworths went out of business. Oh yeah, but I mean, were you in? I were mean, it you took a while. In it took a while. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> to be fair, they'd have gone out of business a lot quicker if you'd worked for them as well. <laughs> Hardly fair. Slam. Now, Barry, always a pleasure to have you not just producing, but in the uh, special guest seat. But no offence, Barry, but I, I am missing. I need a little dose of a feature here on the froth that we call Apes of Froth. It is, I mean, I'm not explaining this for you two, I'm explaining this for listeners in case you've just joined us or you've forgotten what it is, Apes of Froth. It is where we ring up Barry's mum and uh, Ian, her partner, who are obsessed with cuddly monkeys, um, and talk to them about their cuddly monkeys. Uh, I am needing some news of it, Barry. What's been happening? Um, I th- I've got a feeling, I think she mentioned that they've got a new one, actually. Um, they... Uh... Because they've got, um, as, as Ian described last time they were on... They've always got a new one, haven't they? <laughs> well, as Ian described last time, he called it uh, uh, their last stock check. <laughs> their last stock check, they had 125, I believe it was. Yeah. Does he do a stock check of the monkeys? Yeah, he counts them up every now and then. Check they haven't lost any. <laughs> check that one hasn't left home. <laughs> little, head, little head count. Check one as it escapes out the window, swinging through the trees. <laughs> it's been far too long. Can we please get them on the blower? Hello. Hello. How are you, Viv? How are you, Ian? Oh, we're fine. We've, we've got a newbie. Oh, have you? Have you? Are you up to 100, 126 on oh. the new stock check? No. <laughs> oh, who's this? It's Susie. Oh, Susie. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she arrived. She arrived via eBay. Yeah. Bought her on eBay. Oh. We were down in Bournemouth and she was... She arrived early. Yeah, right. Premature. 
<laughs> she was stuck in our letterbox for the weekend. No. What? <laughs> Hang on, rewind. A <laughs> letterbox in a jiffy bag. Yeah. Oh, no. she was so upset. She was traumatised as well. <laughs> oh, no. What? Hang on now, you... You had her delivered from eBay. She arrived in a jiffy bag and was stuck in the letterbox for the whole weekend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we felt bad. We did feel bad, yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, oh, poor little thing. What did, when you got her out, what did you do to, you know, make it up to her? There's a lot of fuss of her. Oh, we did, did yes. It? And we promised, to, we promised to buy her some knickers. Well, she hasn't got any. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, darling. Oh, she's got a lovely jacket. Oh. She's got a fur jacket, no knickers. knickers. What? But she was stuck half in, half out with her knickers on. Viv. Poor Susie. Good job she was in a jiffy bag. <laughs> why, just out of curiosity, why... why why was her special treat after spending the weekend trapped in a post box with a, in a jiffy bag? Why was a pair of knickers the thing? That... <laughs> why, why not like some, some sweets or back. flowers or uh, just a day out at the beach? All the other ones wear knickers, don't they? Yeah, they all do. Yeah. What, they've all got underwear? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Did they arrive with, when you buy them, do they have underwear on or, or are you making it? Or I buy... don't know. Um... Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Yeah. So, so if they don't, you make them, do you? No, no, we buy them. All right. <laughs> Where, don't, Where don't, from? Don't be, don't be stupid, Sean. Knicker <laughs> shop, yeah. What, what knicker shop? I mean... <laughs> Where do you? Where, how do you get underwear to fit a cuddly monkey? Where do you get that? From? <laughs> well, from the bear factory. Build oh a bear. yeah, build oh, the no, bear, bear factory. factory. Yes. Oh, the oh, build a bear factory. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but this one, yeah, well, ha Harry. Yeah. He was. It was really upsetting. Why? We, we saw him when we did car booting. Yeah. We had a stall next to people with all, they had all their toys, dolls, and that all over the floor. And among them was, he wasn't Harry then. I was, I was on, on the floor with no knickers on. <laughs> and nothing. I had, I had nothing on at all. And oh, my, my, my mum said to me, oh, could you could you buy me? And I asked them how much, and yeah. they said two pounds. And I held, I held him up. I said he's a bear factory monkey, and they only want two pounds. And yeah. Ian, Ian said, and "This is the truth. Wait until they pack up and offer them a pound." Absolute truth. So, did you pay two pounds or one pound for Harry? Two pounds. In the end, yeah. yeah. You couldn't leave him there. No. All afternoon. Oh, he couldn't. Uh, no. on. Oh, he, he didn't have any pants on. <laughs> oh, but Harry used to be the golfer. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. He's my yeah, golf. He's now in the army, but there's his golf clubs. <laughs> and he used to, every evening, he used to say to Ian, can we have a game of golf, Dad? He didn't, though, did he? No. <laughs> 
I did, and is, Why did he? For, for those for, for those people listening, we, we're do, we're we're doing this on a Zoom call now. Now let's let's leave aside the fact that that Susie and Harry's voices are exactly the same, right? <laughs> just just for the moment, and 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 also we'll we'll let it slide the fact that I'm watching you on Zoom and you're making no attempt to, to use ventriloquism. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Harry give up golf and join the army? Why did he? Why did Harry uh, give up golf? No, he still oh, plays golf. But he had to play, play with him. He likes to play with him. But what about any of the other 99 monkeys? They don't play golf. <laughs> <laughs> Reporters, F asterisk, 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 my life on a swear blunder sums up 2020 for everyone. Australian reporter Lana Murphy, who swore on air, has been praised by fans after addressing the slip up. Uh, Lana appeared to be reporting on the spread of coronavirus in Victoria when she struggled to get the name of a place right and told someone <laughs> off camera... Fucking Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then told someone off camera... Oh, f- my life. <laughs> Bit of an overreaction, isn't it? Again, a... Well, you never know what's going on. Mm. The mistake would have gone unnoticed if the station hadn't messed up and aired the wrong clip. Oh, no. Sending it live on... Eh, the the feed wouldn't mind, would they? It says the feed then cut a newsreader, Alicia Loxley, back in the studio. Alicia quickly moved on before she lit before later apologizing to viewers for Lana's bad language. She added clearly this should have not gone to air and we are sorry for the mistake. Lana was quick to address the mistake on Twitter, writing thanks for the love, friends, and apologies to those who got more than they bargained for on the news. <laughs> Fans and supporters were quick to lend their support, with many also agreeing it summed up the year quite nicely. One said, ha 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 Yes, Lana. <laughs> Feels of 2020, though. Another added, it's the 2020 slogan. F*** my life. <laughs> I think until we get to 2021, which is going to be... Much worse, I think. Uh, I think 2020 uh, is pretty bad. Oh, listen. Do you remember how cute it's, it was when we thought 2017 The froth. The froth. Yes. Keep it light, everyone. We are. We're remembering 2017. The whole point. 2016 was the. 2016 was the year when all the. That was when we thought, oh, this is bad. Yeah. And it was fine. It was compared to now. Unless you're one of those celebrities who died. But no, actually, they got out of it. True. The froth, everyone. And the whole point of this podcast, the whole point, the reason we do this podcast and called it The Froth, was that it was an escape. It was we come down to the basement, you're in your bedroom, Barry, we escape the world, we escape the shit that's happening, the awful shite that is the world, 2020 nightmare, the depressing, relentless stream of shitty, depressing, awful, bleak shit and the shitstorm that is coming... That's what this is all about, an antidote where we can forget that and just have a little bit of light-hearted banter about potatoes, dogs, feet. Monster eh? munch. Newsreaders saying fuck my life to cameraman. <laughs> just a bit of fun. That's why we did this. Yeah. Okay. And it's working, isn't it? It is working. It is working. I feel so much better. I've totally forgotten about the relentless stream of shitty bleakness that is the world Yeah. right now. I've forgotten about it. As we say at the top of the show, a spa break for the mind. This show is a comfy, silky negligee for the brain. <laughs> you know when you see nipples, just... No. What? Never mind. 
What do you mean little words? You see, you know, you know, in a negligee in a catalogue. Yeah. You a might, little, little words catalogue. Yeah, you might you might see a negligee just, just. We've got rid of those catalogues. I know. <laughs> That's why I had to launch this podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? Because you took my catalogues away. <laughs> Your catalogues. <laughs> One of them is a massive jump. This, so you know the way, massive roll there. You know, you know, you know the way a silky negligee no. just. Just just flows and caresses a nipple as it moves down over it. What? That is what this show is you for your brain. You can't tell that from the Littlewoods catalogue. For your brain. That's and what who, this show is for the brain. In that analogy, who's who's the negligee, who's the nipple? The so, show is the <laughs> negligee. Yes, and the, and the listeners. The viewers' brains are the, the nipples. nipples. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the viewers' okay. brains are the nipples. Right. The show the flows over their nipples, just caressing them like a silky, soft negligee. Like a, a dressing gown. So I'm getting a bit turned on. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hands, hands up who's getting a bit turned on. <laughs> Barry, me, Sean. Uh, I'm not. Are you not getting turned no. on? No, what? Are you talking about silk? Uh, now then, look. So, uh, th- this. oh, it's the 2020 slogan. That's where we were, right? We're talking about oh, 2020. Yeah. What an... Utterly, oh. utterly terrible time. Keep it light. Um, keep it light, mate. It's the froth. Come on. Oh, yeah, a spa break for the mind. That's how we got onto all this. We went through comfy brain negligee nipples, catalogues. Also, just just quickly, in your analogy, so the um, the we are the negligee, um, the nipple yes. is the viewer's brains, therefore their yes. heads... The viewer, the listeners. The listeners, brain, the listeners sorry, yeah. Brain. The listeners' um, <laughs> brains are the nipple, therefore their heads yeah. are the breasts. Yes. Their heads are the model's silky smooth breasts. <laughs> <laughs> silky breasts and a silky negligee. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, Sean doesn't look impressed. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Nothing. Oh. Nothing. A third person added. You remember the first one says, "Ha ha 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 ha." Yes, Lana. Feels of 2020 though. Another added. It's the 2020 slogan. Fuck my life. A third added. With all the negative news of the last few months, this was a shining light, and I needed it. Thank you, Lana. <laughs> um, do you know what? I've God, never. The bar is so low, isn't it? I've never addressed this uh, because on Radio Wales you couldn't really, but in all the time of uh, 12 years, I think I was on Radio Wales, and you're on when you're live on stuff, you're terrified of saying awful, you know, mm. the wrong thing, slipping up, swearing, especially, aren't you? And li- just, and I, I, I think I only did it once, and I got away with it. And you got into more trouble when you said you were going to throw a custard slice. Oh, I got into trouble on Radio Wales. Yeah, I got into trouble on Radio Wales several times. We had the police call us and make me make me take things back. Why? What? (laughs) what? Said, oh, I once said I was going to run down to uh, Cardiff Airport and throw a custard slice onto a plane windscreen. (laughs) I had to to take that back. Go. All right. How did you take it back? I had to. I had to publicly go. I'm not going to go down the airport and throw a custard slice on the windscreen. Yeah. Because it's wrong. I'm going to do a bake up. <laughs> why are they thinking that what? I can't remember I'm impressionable going back at... youths are going to be tuning in exactly really exactly apparently people listen to me do they <laughs> yeah that's what the that's what the police said um anyway but I, I got away with swearing I think I think only once I did it 
and it came out very quickly out of my mouth. I think it was Corky I was talking to, and he said something. I went, oh, yeah, I suppose you're just going to fucking do this, are you? Something like that. And it was just a fucking... And, I, and the producer at the time came in my ear, the producer, and said, did you just uh, swear then? And I went, yes. And he went, oh, I think we got away with it. Uh, and uh, I think that was the only time I swore on re- in 12 years of... I nearly said for fuck. Fafa. Well, no, I think you nearly so, said Fafa. I said I nearly said the whole thing, but I think somebody you played a song over it. Oh, well, on my show. Yeah. You said for fuck's sake. I said Fafa. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, said, I think I remember <laughs> that. Out of frustration, I said oh Fafa like that. Well, and I quickly and then got into a song. I quickly hit the play button. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm a professional. I, I, I um I once swore on your show. Uh, we were recording. We <laughs> Everybody sworn on my show. We were we were doing it. Do you remember you used to get the, the, when the door went and Rosie barked and you had to guess who the celebrity was? Do you remember that feature? <laughs> I mean, oh, the, yeah. What was it called? Cele- woof woof. Who's there or something? Yeah, like, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Something brilliant <laughs> and, like that. And um, so you've gone. I'm thinking of someone. I know who I'm thinking of a celebrity. If Rosie barks, who is it? Right. And and I went. And it, Rosie, Those are the days. Rosie Rosie Barks. Radio Gold. We should re- we should reinstitute this. Uh, whatever you call it, we should get this feature back. Yeah. Rosie Barks and I went. Nicholas Lindhurst and you went. Oh my God! Yes. How did you know that? And then you went. You weren't supposed to say anything. That was for the listeners. I think in one of the tabloids we're looking through that day, his picture's in there. So that's why it's been both of our heads, right? That's because it wasn't. But right. but out of all the people, and I went Nicholas Lindhurst. I'm all excited. And you went. Oh, that was supposed to be for the listeners. I went. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, blatant. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember? I tell you a lovely moment. Talking to newsreaders, I loved. I did enjoy that moment. I see, and he's come back from it very, very well and stronger, bigger, better. Thomas Schaffernacker on the weather. Do you remember? It's brilliant. You must remember that it, one. It's one of the best ones ever. Oh, the newsreaders just said something because obviously the newsreaders are there at the desk and the BBC and then Thomas Schaffernacker's over in the other corner but you can't see him yet. He's by the weather map. He's getting ready to do his weather report forecasting. And then the newsreaders sort of said something about him. Oh, look over there. There's Thomas Schaffernacker you know, doing something. Yeah. And he flipped them the bird. <laughs> he flipped them, oh put God. his middle finger and flipped them the bird. Told really? them to fuck off. And just as he did that, the camera the, in the vision mix or whatever, the person, in, the director... Changed the camera thing was on him. No. And as he's got his finger up to them, giving yeah. them the bird, you can see he sees he's oh, on camera, no. realise it, and has this absolute me- momentary meltdown <gasps> and, and pretends he was trying to like rub yeah. his face or something yeah, he does. with his, exactly with his finger. Does. It's you should watch it. It is if you haven't seen it, it is oh, a golden no. moment. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah. amazing. The fear and terror oh, in that moment on his face, whose life has just in that second gone. Oh, was he all right? He's fine. He's come back really strong. He's still on. He's still on the news. Happy ending. He came back. He got. A, they they supported him. He came back from it. Everybody yeah. moved on. And uh, but he'll forever be known for that moment. I imagine. What was the weather like? <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's a little story for you in the paper. Uh, Randy Minted Cad seeks trollop. Beg your pardon? Randy Minted Cad seeks uh, trollop. It's a story about words that, uh, that millennials like you, Sean... Yeah. Are you a millennial? I'm a really old one. What's that mean? Well, I'm, I'm right at the peak. All oh, right. How old have you? How 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 much longer are you a millennial? You, apparently, for? the official thing. Or will you always be a millennial? It doesn't work like that. I'll does always it? be a millennial. <laughs> 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 no, but um, as anybody who came of age before, no, God, I can't remember. But I was 18 when it turned. Oh God, I'm glad I asked. Look, are you young? <laughs> I was 18 when the year 2000 happened. Right, nobody can work that out. Nobody's going to work millennial. this out. You are young. We're not that you young. You are free. <laughs> You're late 30s. Yes. Right. It's an article about old words. It says, do you boogie like a sozzled wally? Yes. Sure if is. you understood the question, then you're probably old enough to know better. That's the kind of tosh you spoke yonks ago. When you were minted, randy, and betrothed. What? But if you tried such balderdash now... I think the whole article is written like this. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's really it's fucking irritating, isn't it? They're really mixing yeah. up their eras. It says, it says here, if you tried such balderdash now, you'd sound like a nincompoop. <laughs> you'd also be showing your age. Many young people, Sean, are unaware of such words, it says. No. Researchers found, yeah. Two in five, 18 to 30-year-olds. Okay, you're a bit... You're a bit older than that. They've never heard of a drunk person described as sozzled. Oh, come on. Data research from Perspectus Global put 2,000 words to a panel to find which ones were falling out of favour. But the thing is, if you watch films and read books that were written or made in any different era... Why are you talking like that? I'm trying to to convince myself. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. Just talk like a normal human being. I You're not can't. AI. <laughs> I'm not what? AI. <laughs> what I mean is, if you have read a book or a scene of film that yeah, was Yeah, you're doing created, it again. What? You're talking like a no, fucking can't. robot again. No, if you have read a book or seen a film, just talk normally. Okay. Let's try it again. If you've read, a, if you've read a book or seen a film that was created, right, better, outside of better. your, you're era, getting the hang of it now. Outside of your era, <laughs> yeah. 
um, then then of course you will know these words. For example, bonking is in Four Weddings and a Funeral. So if you've seen that film... It's rude. It's not, though. Bonking? (laughs) Yeah. Bonking's really rude. It's a really old word. I know, but the act I'm thinking about. Oh. Yak. (laughs) Imagine bonking. No, but you know what I mean. How can you be just focused on your own... I don't... Young people, they don't read. under 30 isn't young. They don't read, do they? 30? Come on. Do they read... Uh, over 50s tend to feel sad that some of the words are dying out do you? Uh, you? me? no (laughs) not bothered oh come on no I'm not bothered of ever bonk again do you know what's really (laughs) well lucky for you (laughs) I'm always too sozzled to care (laughs) I'm not a bonk in yonks carry on not a tosh old bonk Um, what do you want? what do you want young person? tosh is a man from the bill (laughs) That's all I know. He was the one with right. the tash, tossed with the tash. Yeah. But, I, but you know, do you boogie like a sozzled wally? I understand that sentence. Do you, Barry? Yeah, but we're, we're probably, all of us three, um, we're, yeah, we're probably that in between where we would have at least heard parents saying it or... You two are too old for that. We need somebody young to test these words on. I don't believe that, that young people don't know these words I anymore. Be- we need, who do we know? I don't know anybody, my God, I don't know anybody under 30. I'll tell you who we can call, who's a <laughs> oh. under 30. Some, one of the few people that I know, mate of mine, is under 30. How come we don't know anybody under 30? Do because we're I old. I do. Huh? I do, but I wouldn't bother them with this nonsense. <laughs> Who do you know that's under 30 that you wouldn't bother with this nonsense? Just loads of women. But this tosh. Yeah, loads of You know loads of under 30 women? Yes. Why do you get them round? Sorry, it's a bit sexist. Because <laughs> of COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get them um, in masks. What about, um, yeah, Jamali Maddox. Jamali Maddox, he's under, he's under 30. I'm he's sure. not under 30, Jamali Maddox. He is. He's like, I'm sure he's mid-late 20s. I'm sure he is. Comedian Jamali Maddox? Yeah, yeah. Is he under 30? He's under 30. Bloody hell, he's had a rough well, life. Get him on the phone. Hello, Jamali. Hey, thank you for doing this. Hey, yo, what's up? No, <laughs> we're, no worries. We're all right. We're all right. How are you doing? Can you hear us? It's Wi-Fi... Just, yeah, I'm good. So I think my Wi-Fi is shitty. One second. Is the call for is the call for going now? Yeah, your mum. Am I am I better now? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's better. I think I, so. Yeah, we can hear you now. So we're sound at my girl's house and that uh, Wi-Fi ain't that good. You... We argue about it a lot. <laughs> you argue. <about> it. <laughs> we have many arguments about it. Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, boss. I'm alright, man. You know, just trying to survive like everyone else. Are you, you know? are you doing? Gig, are you got involved in the old socially distanced gigs or you? Yeah, like so I've been gigging. What are they? You know, what are they? Like, what have you done? What are they like? I'm good. I've been doing mostly. I've done Top Secret Comedy Club up in Holborn. That's great. Haven't Top Secret got the plastic the plastic sheets up and stuff? How's that? Bro, they got plastic sheets, man. It fucks up the videos because you get like a video from one of the shows. You see strings everywhere. I haven't spoken to anybody, Jamal. I I haven't spoken to anybody who's done. A socially distanced stand-up comedy gig. So, talk me through. Are you you're on stage, right? You're Normal. on stage. So, so you're on stage, right? Yeah. And so people are six feet away from you now. So there's That's no the nearest. Up. Yep, yep. And and so the front row are in front of you, but the second, third, fourth row are all behind plastic, and there's gaps everywhere. And there's a thing What, now like behind did, a sheet of plastic? Like a sheet yeah, behind a sheet of... Yeah, like what, like out the back of a butcher's shop, shop kind of thing? Yeah, <laughs> government-regulated safety plastic. Like in that cafe. Do you remember we went... There's a cafe with old people. In, huh? <laughs> in Newcastle Emily, there's a little cafe, isn't there, with, like, they've got plastic sheets to help the old people stay. Yeah, but that's just, like, to separate one table from another. They haven't got a load of audience sat behind one big plastic sheet. Can yeah, you see them properly? Or are they all blurred? The kind of blur, and but the worst thing is, I had like a I bombed the other night. I had like a rough set, 
and all I could see was my reflection back <laughs> on the sheet. And there's nothing worse when you're like, you gotta look at yourself and go, "This oh is your dream. Is this, is this, is this, is this how you're paying the bills?" When you can just see yourself, what and you can you see do? yourself trying to work harder. It's worse. It's the worst, but it's better than I did a, I did a, but when it was lockdown, I did a car gig. So you stand on stage and everyone's in their car in like a big car park. It was tell in. Me, um, tell me, Jamali. I heard somewhere that in those gigs, I wasn't sure if this was a, like a joke, but they said. When instead of laughing, people flash their lights and toot their horn at the end of a joke. Yeah, they, is that what they, they, they beep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at first, That's insane. You think it's sarcasm? Yeah, at first it feels like sarcasm. Yeah. And at yeah. first, just like, and, I, and it got to a point where I said, I don't want any reaction. Just let me do my set and no reaction. Yeah. You just sit in your car and then shut the fuck up. Don't toot. Yeah. Don't flash yeah. your lights. In don't fact, in fact put your sun visor down. Don't even look at me. Just <laughs> <laughs> that little visor and shit. I don't wanna, all I want to see is your mouth. I don't want to see your eyes judging me, bro. In fact, in fact, turn, like... turn your cars around and drive out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can only watch me on your reversing camera. Turn your car around to put your reversing camera on. Oh, you can look at me like that. Get off with, it, get off with each other in the back. You know, you know in gigs, Jamari, normal gigs, in the old days... A normal stand-up comedy gig when you're mm. on stage and the audience is there and then hopefully most of them are laughing. But as comedians, we all find and focus on the person who's or the people who aren't laughing, the ones who are there with their arms folded, looking miserable. And we obsess about those people and it really gets to us and we all fall apart and crumble because we're all bloody, you know, fragile egos. And we always, we always find the people who aren't laughing in the gigs. When you're doing a gig to a car park full of people in cars and some cars are tooting and and flashing yeah. like, did you then focus on you're going did it happen again are you going why is that car that car hasn't tooted up flashes like facts a hundred a hundred percent there was one car i singled out and i was trying to do crowd work <laughs> crowd work in a normal gig you've got yeah, people exactly. sat around you asking the name where you're from what they do all that you start working the crowd how do you do it if everybody's sat in cars and all they can do is toot where are you from ask about the mot <laughs> <laughs> Instead of talking about, oh, you look like you're with her or blah, blah, blah. You're talking about your your tires look like they need changing or, you know what I mean? You're just, yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a yeah, tough Yeah, I just said I, was gonna, I said I was going to snitch him up to the traffic cops. <laughs> Do you know what I like already about you, Jamal? We've rung you. We've rung you because you were the only person we could think of. No offence. Who's was under 30. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I didn't realise you were under 30. Barry... Barry knew you were under 30. No, I'm, I'm being facetious. I'm, jo I'm joking. But we have rung you because you're a young person. Hope you don't mind us calling you that. Yes. And no, I'm liking right. the language right. already. I'm, 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 it's better than... Oh. I, I'm liking the language you're using, like bombing on stage and the snitch and all these things. So, because it's a language thing. that we, It's a language story we're ringing you about. Okay. We thought, because in the paper, there's an article about how words from people in my generation... How old are you? 52. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, we're di completely different generations. Actually, I'm not. I'm 51. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, you're 52 on Sunday. Oh, that's what it is. I'm 52 on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, you got to that age where your wife has to tell you your age. <laughs> 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 no, you're 52 on Sunday, love. Oh, yeah. That, Darling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. how, how old are you, Jamali? Mm. 29. 29. Oh, you're only just under 30. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like it. I, I know. Like it. I'm coming to that age. I'm coming to that age where BBC Free ain't for me no more. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when I like that 25, yeah. that yeah. 25 to five, I'm like, boy, I'm nearly there. Like I'm yeah. not a young man. Like, but anyway, but I'm, but I'm, I'm still pretty uh, uh, clued right. into what's going on on these streets. So <laughs> I, what I'm, the... 
I'm coming to the age where BBC Two isn't for me anymore. <laughs> you got to jump your ass on BBC Four. <laughs> BBC Four. I'm on, I'm on the History Channel. <laughs> you know, and, and, it's, and it's about your childhood. Bring back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing. Who do you think you are on the History Channel? <laughs> right. I'm going to test you. Your time starts. Now, these are all words that my generation would have used. Not, they're not very cool words, I have to say, but let's see if you know them. All right, then. Yeah. And it's also, let's see, let's see what, what words your generation, your crowd might use. Yeah, let's see if there's an well. equivalent word. Would you would use instead of that? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, a yeah. Young yeah. person's words. That? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm not pressure on it, but stick a clock okay. on this, Barry. Okay, <laughs> Really tense clock, yeah. <laughs> really loud clock. Really loud yeah. clock, so can't Really annoying, tense, loud clock, yeah. Right. Word one. Sozzled. 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 Never. Ne- I was drunk. Oh, soz. Soz. Sorry. No. You're right. Drunk. Drunk. drunk? Sozzled. Drunk. Oh, so, sozzled. Oh, sozzled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sozzled. That's good. Uh, what would you use for it? Uh, uh, fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as charming, is it? It's not as charming, the new language. Lean. Lean. Okay. Lean. Lean. Lean, as in, like, yeah, lean I'm, against the I'm wall. Up, I'm like, but I'm lit. Yeah, washed. That's another one. Washed. God, I've never heard this. Washed is one. Washed. What? Like what washed. Education. Um, yeah, yeah, Bruck up. Bruck up. Huh? What's that? What's, what you say, baby? Food. Food. Yeah, in a minute, baby. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm working. Okay. No, I know you're working. Fucked up. No, no, I'm working. Yeah, I know. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, so um, it's hard to explain that to someone else. I know, baby. This is I'm actually doing work right now. Just like, like fucked up, lead. Yeah. It's hard to explain that to somebody who's got a real job. Yeah. Word number two, cad. A cad. No, Don't know. No. It's a, it's a, a dishonest uh, man. You know, he's a cad. You know, have you ever heard that? He's a cad. He's a not a good one. He's, he's a, a wrong one. He's okay. up to no good. Not a wrong one. Like, okay, okay. Like a, wrong one, wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like what, a, what would you say? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Rain, pull back a bit from that. Not no, that no, wrong. Not like a nonce. Not that wrong. Okay, pull it back. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More like, um, okay, all right, all right. He just, just you wouldn't trust him. You don't trust him. He's a cad. He's not a nonce necessarily. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I would say like, uh, this, this is a word. This is a word because like a lot of you, a lot of youth slang word comes from old Jamaican words, isn't it? Yeah. That's where a lot of street slang words come your, from your, now. So we would say like, uh, you, your dad's Jamaican, gin. is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my dad, my pops are Jamaican. Yeah, so I'd yeah. say like a Gino. You say Jinno is like a bad person, ah. like an untrustworthy person. Yeah, Jinno. I like how you said that, Rod. Yeah, that, that, that felt real, real comfortable in your lips, isn't it, when you said Jinno, isn't it? I like how you leaned <laughs> in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Wally. An idiot. Yeah. We say donut. Yeah. Donut. <laughs> I was expecting the word to be much more street than donut, I'll tell you that. Donut's a great word. A donut. That's easy. Boogie. Oh, dance. Yeah. Like Boogie yeah. was something that shouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go Boogie. That's, that sounds like that's, that sounds like we, that's what you do at a wedding. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Trollop, uh, someone who's ugly. Oh, dead. dead we call that a dead thing. No woman who <laughs> okay, has casual so, sex. Oh yes, I did know that. I did. I did know that. What does it say? What does it say there? It says, it says here, Trollop, woman who has casual sex. I mean, God forbid. Good grief. Right. Bounder. Bounder. I don't know what that is. Going somewhere? 
No, it's like a cad. It's a bad person again. Dishonest man, a bounder. He's a bounder, a bounder. and a cad. Is this like Norvin? <laughs> I've, never... <laughs> no, no. I've never heard that. No, you've never heard of a bounder? No, no. I've never really? heard of a bounder. Barry. Barry. Bounder and a cad. Is there anyone yeah, you said it with Bounder. Cad? They often go together. He's a bounder he's a bounder and a cad. It yeah. sounds like a chocolate bar. No, that's bounty. Jesus. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> it? Bounder. Okay, boulder dash. A game? Bullshit. Absolutely right. Uh, henceforth. Henceforth. Um, I know what it means. Henceforth, so this is like a, what you say like in a word, so it's like henceforth it's a like reason therefore. why. Isn't it like therefore? From now on? Yeah, the reason why you do, from now, why you do something yeah, like, henceforth, yeah. you know, henceforth. henceforth. Oh, yeah, from now on, this will be it. Henceforth. From now on, thing. that's what it is. From now on. Okay. Yeah, that is the one, Sean, that mm. I predicted you would get wrong. <laughs> I thought you'd get Bounder. Would you? Yeah, I knew you'd, I knew you'd get Trollop. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you have casual sex. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I've never seen anything so casual in my life. <laughs> Bordering on sloppy. That's <laughs> <laughs> what the lack of attention to detail. <laughs> what? Uh, what? reading a magazine at the same time? Yes. <laughs> Attention to detail. <laughs> Yonks. Funny man. Yonks. Yonks. Yo uh, for long time. Yeah, long time. Long time ago. Yeah. SWAT. Oh. To hit. Nah. Oh no. SWAT. Uh, yeah. No. S W A T is to hit. S W O T. SWAT. Somebody's a SWAT. He's a SWAT. She's Somebody a SWAT. Somebody does a lot of <clears throat> schoolwork. You've never heard of that? No. Wow. I didn't know that one. I'd made it. Wow. Because that was That's prevalent when I was a kid. Me too. That is a surprise. That was worse than being a trollop. It's basically somebody, it's a derogatory word for somebody who studies conscientiously. <laughs> kerfuffle. Ah, kerfuffle. Uh, like a problem, like something, something's happened, like an issue, a kerfuffle, like a mistake. Uh, yeah, commotion. Well, give me that. Uh, minted. Ah, do you use rich. minted? Rich. rich. Minted. Would you yeah, use that? Up. No, no. I mean... You know, like minted, nah, nah, you wouldn't say minted. Like my dad would probably still say minted, but we'd say like papered up, you know, rich. So, so you yeah, did pretty paid, well on those. You, you, got, you got most of those. You didn't know CAD. You didn't know Bounder. You struggled with henceforth a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know SWAT. That's a, that's a surprise. No, never heard. It wasn't even around when I was a kid. What would you call a kid who was like really... Like a like boffin was another one we said. Boffin. Oh, Barry, did you boffin. say boffin? Yeah, boffin. 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 Yeah. What? We say boffin. Boffin. That's like boffin. Grange Hill. Yeah. yeah we say boffin. You say boffin like he's like. Jamali, oh, like, think this through. But then, like, you would not. In the mean streets like, uh... of London, when you were growing up, and you said that kid's a boffin. <laughs> no, no, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't say it like negatively though. It's like, oh, he's a bit of a boffin. That means like he's a bit of a like. He's he's in his books, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's a boffin, man. Here comes you know, the prof. I love the so fact that you, you used boffin in school. Boffin. <laughs> yeah, you did pretty well neek. there. It's a nerd, you'd say a neek. A neek. Mm. God, this is fascinating. Yeah, so I was that. A neek. A neek was like a nerd, like a loser. You'd say he was a neek. Yeah. You got most of those. Right? I wonder if you did a list of, of your stuff, your generation, your era. I wonder how many we would get of those. God, probably. None. Lean, I, I didn't know what would, that was. I think you would get up. Yeah. What about kettle? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah what's oh, well, I know. 
I know the thing you make tea, the tea with, and I think, and I know the thing, the no, police no, tactic. No. Or like a weight? Not the police tactic. Of, a weight? Uh... No, 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 no. Uh... No, a kettle is a watch. Is it? Is it? Why? Mm. Why? No, I looked it up because I was curious about it, but apparently, like, because a lot of the slang now comes from old, old, old Cockney slang. Like, they've just revamped Cockney slang. So Sorry. kettle is a watch well, from Cockney, but people say that now is kettle. You know? Why? Why, why is that called Barry, why? Um, okay, so I just looked it up. I thought kettle, ne- a kettle never boils. Yeah. Ke- never, so watch yeah, kettle at, never boils. Watch. Don't watch the kettle. Kettle watch. Perhaps the most confusing of all rhyming slang expressions because the, the, uh, the derivation of kettle from the word watch is unclear until you know a little bit about the history of watches. Um, okay. For, so it's, <laughs> what have you got us into here, Jamali? It, it's kettle and hob. Ah! Uh, when pocket watches first became fashionable, they were held against the body by use of a small chain. The watch then slipped into the pocket. They were called yeah. fob watches. It's like, Barry, Cockney rhyming slang is like Ted Rogers. It's like Ted Rogers explaining a clue on Dusty Bin. So, uh, so young people call watches kettles, or is it the other way around? No, they call watches kettles. Your kettle is your watch. And that's no, because... Yeah. That's because yeah. rhyming yeah. slang, kettle and... And hob, because the kettle was on the hob. And a hob sounds like fob, which is an old type of watch, which was on a chain in your pocket. So, I mean, Christ on a bike. Who came up with that one? Well, I'll tell you another one. Do you know this, Jamali? Do you know where, you know, like, Aris is used for bottom? Oh, yeah. Uh, My surname? Did you know that, Jamali? Mm, Aris. Well, I always actually thought it, I always thought it was Harris, and it was because it was Cockney. They just took the H on and called it Aris. But <laughs> yeah. it's a double one where it's actually Aris, Aristotle, bottle and glass, ass. Um, yeah, wow. that's how that sound that Danny Dyer would know. <laughs> well, that is about all we've got time for. Thanks for listening. And thanks to special guest Barry Castagnola. Thanks to Barry's mum, Ian, and the Cuddly Monkeys. Thanks to young person Jamali Maddox. You can contact us at the Froth Podcast, where you'll get extra froth content. And don't forget the exciting new email facility. Our email address is hello at thefrothpodcast.com. If you enjoyed this nonsense, don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars. This podcast was a Than Bobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.